Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. Got an important show planned for you. Going to be talking about some stuff related to the holidays that are coming. We're already in them. You know, this is an interesting time of the year where it's like back to back to back. And it depends on your faith, your religion, your race, your ethnicity. There's a wealth of different amazing, beautiful holidays that we're in and stepping into. So we're going to talk about how to protect our mental health during that time. And, um, you know, because a lot comes up. <laughs> you know, the holidays, God bless them. What are they really about? Fun, friends, family rest joy but you know what we crank that bad boy up and we make it about family issues friends issues finances stress depression presenting the best holiday doing it the way we're supposed to doing it how it was last year and i remember i was saying this during early COVID. i was like yo the holidays are coming they're going to just be different different doesn't mean worse less than illegitimate not fun we have to be open to kind of meeting ourselves where we're at you know, what we were able or willing to do in the past might not be where, what we're willing or able to do in the current. Um, we are different people. The times are different. The economy is different. Politics are different. Our mental health is different. Our physical health is different. And I, I it's, it's just like how I am with people around sex. Holidays are very much like that as well. It's supposed to be fun. Oh my God. If you're not having fun, if you're stressed or frustrated or angry or sad, you're doing it wrong. You have the wrong expectation or the wrong goal. So for the holidays, stop stressing about everyone getting what they want or how much money you're spending or whether or not you get the holiday decorations up or what kind of meal you set. Just say, what can we do so that's fun for everyone, including myself? That's the guiding principle. Just like with sex, this is just supposed to be fun. There's no actual goal. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. That's the holidays as well. There is no wrong way. And we have to get familiar with flexibility. Maybe you're going home this year. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're with the people you want to spend it with. Maybe you're not. Flexibility. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's bad or wrong. Just because it's that way this year doesn't mean that's how it will be next year. So that's the framework we need to enter this with because that's the mental health perspective. Uh, we beat ourselves up based on how it was, how we think it should be. Ah, expectations. Those are nasty little buggers, you know? They get in the way of everything because those expectations aren't even honest or real. They're inherited. We inherit them from our past. We inherit them from others. We inherit them from what we see on television and social media. And we really drink a lot of that Kool-Aid and we're like, oh, that's the right way. That's, that's the way it has to be. Not true. And I kind of saw that coming up with some other holidays where people were like, look, we're not celebrating on the actual holiday. We're doing it the week before. We're doing it a week or so after. Awesome. These aren't real things. These holidays land on arbitrary times on the calendar. Like, hold it all loosely. Not everyone even celebrates all the same holidays. 
A lot of people don't celebrate Thanksgiving because of its genocidal, problematic, imperialistic beginnings. Some people don't celebrate Christmas at all. They do Hanukkah, they do Kwanzaa. Um, there's a wealth of different holidays. So remember, whatever you're doing, there's some people that don't even honor or see that holiday as valid. So it's okay to take a break or to do it differently. I have a lot of friends that were like, skipping my birthday this year. Uh, New Year's is gonna be different as well. Like everything's gonna shift and change. So we want again, find validity in that, but that's how the world works. Nothing ever stays the same. It's a good thing. It's also a bad thing. We have to kind of be letting go. That's always the, the mantra, let go a little bit. We're holding on too tightly to our expectations and that lets us down. So we're talking about how to maybe do the holiday time that's different. Uh, I always look at some of the research. I just always want to get a sense of where we're at and what's going on. And one of the things I kept coming into uh, that I thought was really great is you don't have to necessarily be happy. And I think the holidays were made to feel bad, as I said earlier, if it's not the way we think it should be or the way it's always been or the way we wanted. But I think we also have this expectation and stress placed upon us that we should be smiling. It's the holidays. What could be wrong? Well, a lot. <laughs> Actually, a lot could be wrong. For many of us, this is not an ideal time. It's not an ideal time for a holiday, but it's also maybe not an ideal time in our lives. I know I've personally had a very hard year. One of the harder years on record. And I can't have personally the expectation on me that I'm always gonna be happy or joyous, even during the holiday itself. Who knows what different moods or things I'm gonna be up against. And same with all you. So we're not trying to put on a happy face. We're not doing toxic positivity. It's okay for us to be like, yeah, this year stunk. It's okay on whatever holidays you celebrate that are coming up to say, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to see everyone. And also this is not a great, this is not a great week. I'm not in the best space. Um, I don't want us to make it worse by thinking everyone has to feel good. Love throwing in some stats when I can. Uh, I don't know how, how this one will land because I don't know that this makes things feel better or not, but uh, half a million people in America have seasonal depression. So we are in a time when half a million people are not feeling great. Half a million, that's a lot of people. So it's okay if you're one of those where we're just seasonally not always great because for some people every year, the seasons are hard because of seasonal affective disorder where the shorter days, longer dark hours, less sun, brings depression, or what is brought up around the holidays, being single, being divorced, being widowed, being without your friends, being without your family, not being able to afford to throw anything, not being able to afford to travel, physical health, ones of people we've lost that we miss. A lot of things come up during this time. And so you don't have to always be happy and chipper. And it makes us feel like we do because everyone's smiling and wearing Santa hats and the music's playing and we're like, oh my God, something's wrong with me. I'm not chipper. No, nothing's wrong with you. In fact, more than half a million people because stats tend to be low. They're self-report usually. Half a million plus are like, nah, not so much this year. And that doesn't make you a Scrooge. It just makes you honest, be where you are. All right, we're gonna come back, talk more about mental health and the holidays. We're gonna be doing a lot of shows like this. So get ready. You're listening to Love Live with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, Rachel, we're back. Talking about holidays, how to hold on to ourselves and our mental health during the holiday time. And I was sharing with you all that it's okay if you're not happy. Not everyone's having a great year. Not everyone's excited that the holidays are upon us. For a lot of people, it brings up loneliness, um, grief and loss, financial stressors. And uh, more than half a million people just have seasonal-related depression and anxiety, regardless of all else that's happening. So it's amplified. It's complicated. Um, so it's okay if you're like not crushing it right now. It's okay if you're not loving life as the holidays, uh, you know, emerge. It's okay if you're like, yeah, not ready for it. We can do it differently. Different doesn't mean bad, wrong, or broken. Different just means this is how it's going to be. It can be different next year. We're just being where we are. But I just wanted to kind of start by saying you don't have to be happy. Um, I notice everyone tends to be. You hear the music, you see the decorations, and for some that's feels oppressive, <laughs> you know, if that's not where you're at. Um, it's also hard to kind of take a break away from it. You know, that's the unfortunate part about this time of year. If you're like, I really just don't want to feel those feelings and I need a little time away. Sometimes we don't get a break. The commercials, the billboards, the songs, um, people wearing, like I said, holiday gear at stores and whatnot. Yeah, it's hard. So I'm acknowledging that and holding space for that. We got to be kind with ourselves, kind with those around us. Um, here's another one. I guess it falls under a lot of boundary work. I noticed that comes up with the holidays and we'll talk so much more about this because I really want everyone to have the best time this year. So we're going to talk about how to deal with, you know, recovery, you know, not drinking during that time and eating disorders and dealing with problematic family members. We're going to hit all of those topics. Uh, but just gently talk about boundaries. You don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to say yes to everything you're invited to. You don't have to say yes to everything you traditionally, you know, um, choose to be a part of. It's okay to skip the work office party. It's okay to skip a friend's party. If, if you feel like it's just going to be too hard for you, why? Because going back to what I said earlier, not everyone has much to celebrate or not everyone is able to step aside or step out of what's going on in order to be able to celebrate. And you don't have to fake it and put yourself in a very toxic mental situation where you're around music and people and, and in an event that just isn't right for you. So it's okay to lovingly say, thank you so much for the invite. Please continue to. But this year, that's just not something that I really feel up for. You don't have to explain why. And I want people to be able to hear that. Uh, some people, the invitations, they feel obligated and they feel rude if they don't attend. So I want us to all start to normalize that. It would be great if people could even throw that in there. Hey, I know it's a hard year for everyone. Throw in a party again this year. Those that feel comfortable and, and are up for it, please attend. We're happy to have you. But totally understand for those that this isn't the right thing right now. Maybe give people that permission because some people struggle 
to um, give themselves permission to maybe say, can't make it this year. I'm going to be one of those people. I'm going to be turning down a lot of invites. I'm just really not in that right space for that. And I personally need to be around people, places, and spaces that are specific. And um, yeah, I, I'm personally not up for the big socialization stuff. So know that you're not alone in that. There's a lot of people that just aren't ready and they're thinking, oh man, too soon. You know, if we could just <laughs> delay the holidays a few more months, we'd all be better off. But on the calendar, they're happening. So we're letting go, we're softening, and we're just kind of taking care of ourselves. So don't feel forced. Um, if your friends and family members are healthy, then they would only want you there if you wanted to be there. I know I personally don't want people to go to things that they don't want to go to and into spaces that they don't feel prepared for. So healthy people will definitely support that. Um, another one that's really interesting, and this maybe falls more on parents, but then I also think it falls on some partners for each other and then also some friend circles, gift giving. It's okay to say, hey, y'all, let's skip gift giving this year. Finances are tough for a lot of people. You might not be financially struggling, but other people might, and they might not feel confident saying that. And so you choosing for everyone to opt out might be what they needed. Not everyone's confident saying, I can't afford that. And I don't want people stressed spending money on gifts and whatnot that they're not able to spend. And so there's a thousand ways to manage that. Hey, let's just not give gifts this year. I know finances are hard, which I think everyone should actually say. I promise you, someone in your social or relational network is probably financially struggling. Maybe just express care. You don't need to have someone actually purchase an object to demonstrate care. And if you do think in those ways, your ego is too tied to materialism and you have some growing up to do and some maturing because that's not how we best express care. And don't tell me your love language is gifts because that's flexible. That is not a built-in innate thing. And some of that is also choice. That's maybe what you prefer, but we have to be adults and have a wealth of ways in which to feel cared for and valued. And it can't always be tied to money or how much money is spent. So if you're with someone who thinks in those ways, start to let them know that you're not honoring that anymore and that they also have to learn how to see love in the way you express it. It shouldn't be based on a price tag or gifts at all. So you have a right to say, we're not giving gifts this year, or let's all choose one person and we'll give one gift and everyone gets one gift from someone. Kind of that whole secret Santa style thing or putting names in a hat. Not everyone has the money or even the time and energy to go shopping for a wealth of people. I also am a big fan of people creating experiences. Instead of gift giving, let's all get together and go hiking. Let's do a movie night, a game night. Let's go to dinner. Something where we're all brought together versus spending money that you don't have on an object that gets thrown somewhere. And again, some people put too much worth upon the amount of money that's spent. And this year, maybe we set a new standard. Finances are tough for people. People are up against a lot. And also just a side note, this came up in some of the research as well, that uh, thankfully, for those that don't have a lot to spend or don't have a lot of time and energy, we can do e-gifts where you send them an e-card or you order something online that's delivered right to their house. Um, and then you don't have to worry about your social anxiety of going to you know a store or the mall um, and the time and energy that that takes. So that's something to think of as well. Go online, ship it to them, send them something. Because it's really about the symbolism. You know, I thought about you and I care enough about you want to do something and the wealth, the worth, I'm sorry, shouldn't be tied to, you know, how much was spent or how much time was put into it. It's the care outside of that. Um, so we're reorienting around that. <laughs> it's so important that we do that in general. Um, yes, yeah, so it's a lot of it's a lot of boundaries and it's also a lot of vulnerable communication, you know, letting people where we're, know where we're at or knowing where your friends are at and kind of making those changes for them so they don't have to be the one. Because again, not everyone's willing to really speak up about their finances. We still live in a very classist culture where people struggle to really talk about where they are financially. So maybe that's the gift you give, you know, doing that for someone. I've had to do that. Even at like birthday dinners, like, hey, not everyone's able to chip in the same amount. Let's kind of tackle this differently. 
you know, some people arrive late or they only order a small salad because they're just really not in a position or confident speaking up. So, okay, we're going to come back and talk more about surviving and keeping our mental health intact during the holidays. We'll be doing some DMs later. So if you got a question for us, drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Otherwise, all you got to do is stick around because we got more to come. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and on Odyssey. We'll be back. Oh, Rachel, we're back and we're talking about how to uh, take care of ourselves and our mental health during the holiday time. Uh, earlier on, we were talking about the fact that it's okay to not be happy. It's okay to be like, hey, this is a tough time. Not really doing the best. It's not gonna be all smiles. Again, I'm reminding everyone though, it's different. Doesn't mean it's not, not, not as good. Uh, we're celebrating things differently. Maybe we're not participating the ways we used to. So we're not necessarily maybe attending or doing all the things that we had done in the past. And we're lovingly letting people down by saying, hey, yeah, I'm just not really up for that this year. But I also want people again to give that permission by saying, hey, those that are in the mood, come on board. Those that aren't, understand, sending you love, all the best, you know? Um, also, we don't have to spend money we don't have. We can order things online. Or we could say, let's not give gifts this year. You know, everyone's struggling. Or let's all give one gift to someone, Secret Santa style. I love things like that. Or let's all go do an activity together. I'm telling you, expect more of that as we move away from materialism and as finances and politics shift and change. Um, all right, what else do we want to think about? Um, oh, I love this one. With uh, people visiting, you, maybe you visiting them, maybe some travel, uh, schedule shifting and changing. You have to look at it one of two ways. It's okay to make your schedule uh, a little more, your routine and schedule a little more flexible to accommodate that, saying like, hey, I'm gonna be a little disrupted. People are coming to visit. Or the opposite, I'm going to actually hold on tighter to my routine and my structure because that is good for my mental health. So I will still be getting up early and going for my morning walk or meditation. I will still be, you know, piecing out for a minute to go to the gym or my AA meeting or whatever it is that's part of your self-care. Or again, the opposite. Hey, I might not make it to that thing this week and that's okay because instead I'm prioritizing something just as important, which is my friend or family member who's in town. You have to decide which angle is right for you. So I do want us though to make sure we're tracking our eating, our exercising, and our sleeping because those are all foundational things upon which all the other complications and stressors land. So that's important. Um, so either don't feel pressure to change everything or like I said, bring more flexibility and adaptability. That's up to you. Maybe you're getting up early or maybe you're still sleeping in. You have to really kind of self-assess uh, self that. What do you think you need in that way? You don't have to let visitors travel or the seasons or the plans uh, dictate your schedule. Again, again, unless that's good for you. Kind of like I think about going to the gym. Uh, you're going to miss your workout sometimes because there's something you'd rather do or because the family wants to go do something. That's healthy. We have to have an adaptability and a flexibility. Otherwise, you may, you may have a problematic or pathological relationship to exercise. But then there's a world in which the opposite's true where you'd be willing to do that, but it's actually important for you this year to prioritize your needs and to hold to that structure. And it's actually healthy that you're still going and doing your exercise routine. You have to self-assess because it's gonna be different for everyone, but I'm just pointing out that that's gonna be important. So some more flexible, some less. Um, some of us have to be softer because we have people visiting and things are gonna de be derailed or the opposite. Um, and that also kind of takes us back to the whole thing where earlier I was saying like, hey, you're gonna get a lot of invites, maybe, maybe you won't. And so maybe if you're not getting them and you still wanna spend time with people, maybe you plan something. I'm always a fan of that. I say that to people who are wanting more dinner parties and game night invites. I'm like, well, then maybe you do that. If you wish your friends or people got together to do certain activities, you be the one to kind of take that on and plan that. Same thing with the holidays. 
maybe it's not going to be the way you wanted and you're not getting the invites or people aren't coming together. So maybe you're the person who does that. Initiate that. If you feel like you're going to be very lonely this holiday season, maybe put together a couple things like a movie night with some people, a dinner night, another night. Don't feel at the mercy of what other people are creating or bringing to you. Know that you can also step into action and be the author of your holiday season by making those active decisions and bringing the people together because there are some people that need an invite. There are some people that need to feel thought of and you might need that as well and that's a way you can do that by thinking of others. You'll feel cared for because you're bringing people together and you'll see that people were happy to have been invited to do something with you. I say that to some of my clients that are feeling very lonely. No one's inviting me to anything. I don't have any plans. I'm like, what if you were the one to set that stuff up and you could still receive the care that comes from people thanking you for that? Because there's a lot of other people in that boat that don't feel motivated or cared for enough to do that. And they're not getting invites and they would be thankful to feel thought of. So it kind of goes back to what I say all the time on the show. Ask people how their mental health is. Ask people how they're doing. Check in on people. If you're doing bad, other people might be as well and, and don't wait for those phone calls or texts maybe be the one to initiate that with others and in doing so you can also hold some space to kind of talk about what you're struggling with so be the author of your future create the holiday season that you want to be a part of don't feel as though you're victimized by the fact that no one else has put that time and energy and effort into it maybe your friends are depressed or financially struggling and they would welcome you to be the person this year to step into doing that or not, I don't know, maybe you start some new holiday traditions. Ask people what they need, ask people what they want, check in on people, create the kind of season you want. Feel, feel motivated to do that because again, a lot of times we center our own feelings and we feel bad not knowing that other people are doing the same thing, right? We're all just kind of thinking about our own experience and our own mood and then digging our heels in and reinforcing it. And we wanna kind of let go, that's the framework again. We're letting go, we're not holding on so deeply. All right, so we're going to come back, do some DMs, and then we'll get back to it. If you've got some DMs for us, drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Questions, topics, things you want to hit, circle back, drop deeper into. Love to hear from you. And as always, past episodes of the show are over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down there for Loveline and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen, and share. Otherwise, stick around. We've got a whole lot more to come. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be back. All right, y'all, we are back, and now it's time to slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs. All right, this one says, hey, Dr. Chris, when, uh, when I was growing up, I had a secret gay relationship with a long-term friend, and I always enjoyed being on the bottom. I like the way you framed it. You enjoyed it. No one's a bottom. No one's a top. These are things that we prefer, things we're more familiar with, things that our anxiety limits us around, but no one is this thing. We, we really buy into these positions as real things. No, it's just preference. It's anxiety. I'm afraid to explore. I'm afraid to try to top. I have anxiety around my penis size or, you know, I don't, I have anxiety around preparing for bottoming or, um, you know, it's all anxiety. It's just about familiarity. We all have the capacity to bottom and to top and to engage our entire bodies. Uh, we have to kind of break outside of these really limiting molds. Some people literally pass on dating amazing human beings because of these roles that we think are real permanent things that aren't changeable. They are, it's quite wild. Um, so you go, you grew up having a secret gay relationship with a long-term friend. Always it was on the bottom. Awesome. Now it's time to try being on the top. Apparently now I'm married with kids. My wife knows my history of that and knows that I'm wanting to explore that part of our relationship with her, but she's been uncomfortable with the idea. Um, curious to hear what that means. You mean 
my wife knows my history with bottoming and I'm wanting to explore more bottoming in our relationship. Is that what you're saying? But she's uncomfortable with the idea. Okay, we'll find out more. She does have a much lower sex drive than me, but I always get her to finish when she lets me focus on her. Okay. I'm a very body positive person and I love to explore new things with people. It's been maybe a year or longer and I'm starting to feel embarrassed about bringing it up anymore and want to know other options that I'm not thinking of or how I can tactfully bring up possibly opening up our marriage. We have a strong marriage and we've gone through a lot. I didn't realize that this would be as important as it is to me, but here I am asking for help. Thanks, Doc. Um, okay, so it's not that you're wanting to be with same same-sex partner, I think is what you're saying. It's the bottoming, right? And your wife isn't interested in that, so you're maybe wanting to open up so as to explore that with someone else. So the first question is, why is she not comfortable with that? Why why does it make her anxious to step into a different role? Because that's all we're talking about. We're not asking her to do anything painful or anything illegal or anything gross. Or you know, it's it's just asking them to take on a different role. Um, that always bums me out because if you're in a monogamous relationship with someone, your limits are their limits, and it's not fair to needlessly impose a limit on someone because it just isn't something you're comfortable with. We need a little more than just that. I want people to interrogate that a little bit more because a lot of times it's people hung up on their gender roles or their sexual preference roles or their own anxiety or sex phobia. And like, be better than that. This is your husband saying like, I want you to penetrate me. That shouldn't be something that's, that's off the table. Why, why are you unwilling to do things for someone else that makes them happy? You know, it's like when someone says, I don't do oral. Really? You don't, you're not willing or open to providing pleasure to your partner and then they're limited by that because you're monogamous? Well, that's not okay. So I want your wife to do better. I want you to lovingly bring it up and say, I need to understand what, what it means to you and what it is that you're avoiding and wanting to avoid that. And then also say lovingly, your limits are my limits and why are you trying to deny me pleasure? Why are you denying us building more intimacy by exploring? I, I help couples do this. I push couples to do this, not not necessarily bottoming, but push on their edges and seek novelty. So there's a lot of work in that, but if your wife still says no, well then sure, advocate for an open relationship saying that's an experience I wanna be able to have. How do you tactfully do it with love? Saying this is something I'm interested in. Let's start beginning the slow conversation about what that means for us and what that means for me and what I would be looking to have happen within that. Maybe find a good sex therapist, a certified sex therapist, a CST, nothing else. There's a lot of other made up labels and sex addiction people and all that mess. We're not doing that. And that person could probably better help guide that conversation. A traditional couples therapist isn't trained in sexuality and probably isn't the best for that. I'd go to a certified sex therapist. But nonetheless, if you want to do this on your own, just help your wife understand very sensitively what it is you're looking for, what it is you're needing. And again, if she's like, I'm not willing to provide that in our monogamy and I'm also not willing to open up for you to get that, well, then you have a wife that just doesn't really care that much about your needs and your pleasure because you're not asking for anything painful, bad, illegal, or scary. There's really no true reason for that obstacle unless she has one and I'd love to hear what it is, you know, but I'm on your side. We have a right to ask for exploration and to push on our comfort especially in a monogamous relationship. That's part of the deal, man, truly. Circle back, let us know how it goes. DMs come from our Loveline IG page. Put your questions in there. More to come, y'all. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be back. Oh, Rachel, we're back. And we're talking about how to take care of ourselves and our mental health during the holiday season. Talking about a bunch of stuff that I think is all really important. First off, be where you are. Let your mood be what it is. Yes, I want us to be open and a little detached from what we're thinking or feeling because our feelings and our thoughts aren't always rooted in reality. And, and, and 
most of the time they're actually not at all and they're very catastrophized and dramatized and all's all's maybe a little more well than we notice and maybe completely um but more importantly we're like yeah if we're in a little bit of a funk we're letting that be we're not feeling we have to catch up with where everyone else is at because of the you know the decorations and the music uh we're not necessarily overextending ourselves if you need to pass this year on certain parties or events that's okay but i also want people to give that permission for those that don't feel secure or confident in passing by saying i understand that not everyone's able going to be able to attend totally understand that um be, make it easy on others. Why would you want people to be a part of something they don't really want to be a part of? What's the, who's, who's, who's that serving? Where's the fun in that? Um, so be aware of that. Not everyone's really having the best year and not everyone has a lot to celebrate. Some people don't. Some people have had a very difficult time. Um, also, we're going easy on the money and the spending. We're not overspending. We're not purchasing things we don't have the money for. Um, maybe we're doing the secret Santa thing where everyone gets one gift or maybe we're passing on gifts this year. Maybe we're doing experiences instead. Um, some of us were holding on to our routines because that's important during this time, whether we're visiting or others are visiting us or whatever else is going on and others, we are breaking our routine as an effort to really prioritize what's more important, friends in town, time with families, so we're being a little more flexible and we're not holding ourselves accountable to what we do in normal times. So you have to decide, do you need to hold on to that schedule or do you need to kind of let it go a little bit and be disrupted for others? Um, also, we are creating that which we want. We are not feeling victimized by what's happening or not happening or what we're invited to or not invited to. If you want a get together, throw it. If no one else is doing it, you do it. Because other people, I bet you, are happy to have been invited to something because there's probably some people that have no invites to anything. And you might be the one and only person that's reached out. And you also maybe need that reach, reaching out. And that's how you're gonna go about creating that. So be willing to do that. Um, something that's helped a lot of people, you know? Um, also, you don't have to participate in things that aren't uh, appropriate for you. And all I mean in that is not everyone's aligned with the religion that their family is or that their friends are, or not all of us celebrate all the quote unquote main holidays, which tend to be white Christian based holidays. Not everyone falls into that bracket. So not everyone does Thanksgiving. Not everyone did, uh, not everyone did Thanksgiving. Not everyone does Christmas. Not everyone celebrates the new year. Like, remember that there's a lot of other ethnic, racial, religious, um, uh, holidays that are just as important that we might not even be aware of or we might not be familiar with. So not everyone's going to want to participate in what we're doing, you know, um, and that's okay. And I want people to do what makes sense to them. Not everyone's celebrating Hanukkah this year <laughs> uh, or people maybe celebrate Hanukkah instead or Kwanzaa different world. Do some research. There's a lot of really beautiful holidays that occur at this time. There's such a concentrated amount of them and a lot of them are rooted in some really beautiful stuff. Um, so anyway, don't push yourself. Don't push yourself. Don't push yourself. Um, I also think this one's really kind of interesting. And this is more, I guess, towards the end of the year. And I'll definitely, definitely talk more about this. But um, just kind of getting our toes wet. You don't have to make any resolutions. <laughs> Not everyone wants to be working on things. Some people are working on just being happy with where they're at and content. Um, some people have been working hard all year and they want their new year's resolution to be letting go, no more goals, resting. So not everyone has to come up with something they're trying to accomplish. It's okay to be like, I'm taking this year off. I need a break. I need some rest. Um, not everyone has to participate in that. I used to go to some holiday parties where we'd go around and say, you know, what we're hoping for in the new year or what our new year's goals are. And every now and then I was like, I feel like I'm making stuff up because I just don't want to participate in that this year. I don't really have any, or I've been doing that all year long anyway. 
Um, so I want to, again, I'm always trying to normalize the authenticity of us just kind of being where we are asking for that, which it, that, which we truly need, um, not feeling as though we have to go along with a process that doesn't honor, you know, where we're at or the person we've become that comes up with all sorts of stuff. Um, technology has given us a wealth of access to a different identities, um, ways of thinking and ideologies. And so people change, you know, the, the children that used to visit you for Christmas come home, different children with different needs, different ideals, different ideologies. And so sometimes they're not wanting to participate in the ways they did in the past. We have to respect everyone's religion. We have to respect everyone's identity and we have to respect ideologies as long as none of them are harming or selecting certain kinds of people that are no longer seen as worthy of humanity. So yes, if your beliefs are racist or homophobic or transphobic, that's bigotry, prejudice, and violence, and that's gross. So we're not honoring that. We're actually protecting, dismantling, and challenging. Uh, we're protecting people from that, dismantling and challenging those things. But outside of that, we do need to honor all of the other things um, that are within integrity and uh, really uh, uh, value the creative diverse ways that people exist in the world and holidays sometimes are the ways that that you know gets spoken about or brought up um holidays are interesting so much comes up uh clinically becomes a really 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 tough time for a lot of people so um just kind of acknowledging that all right we're gonna take uh we'll be back and uh later we'll be doing some dms we've still got some time got a lot of time to put some dms um on our loveline ig page that's always questions you got topics you want us to hit something you might want us to circle back drop deeper into and uh past episodes of the show always over at wearechannelq.com scroll down there for loveline and click on it we'll be back you're listening to loveline with dr chris on channel q and odyssey stick around Oh, Rachel, we're back and talking about how to make the holidays easier, better for our mental health. Talking about a lot of different stuff. Basically, it all comes down to just be kind to yourselves, to those around you. More importantly, though, first with yourself. It's going to be different this year. Be where you are. Ask for what you need. Afford that to others. Maybe they're attending your annual party. Maybe they're not. Don't personalize it. People are where they are. Um, also, we're focusing on gratitude. What? Yeah, let's focus on what we have versus what we don't have. We're real good at focusing on what we don't have. But let's maybe try to celebrate what we do have. That would be a nice little reframe. Not what we want, but where we are, what we have. Um, I keep advocating for us keeping things as simple as possible. Too complex adds too much stress. It's just about fun and coming together. I kept saying that. It's like sex, it's supposed to be fun. There's no right way or wrong way. If you are assessing it from a right way or wrong way, you have the wrong lens and you're not even doing holidays anymore or sex anymore. There is no right way or wrong way. We're just trying to come together, have a little fun, have a little joy, have a little connection. So keep it simple. It's okay to simplify. It doesn't have to be as dramatic, extravagant, or expensive or complex as it had been. That doesn't mean it's less than. Simplify it tends to make everyone feel better. Not every, Some people are like, nope, I enjoy the complexity. Great, have at it, do your thing. But a lot of us are like, we're tired, we're stressed, we've lost people, we're not doing awesome, finances are tough maybe, we're not able to travel, we're going simple. You know, I'm always advocating for that, even for those that are spending it alone. Still dress up if you want, or don't. Maybe you don't even honor it that day, but maybe you still do and you dress up and you make the cookies and you play the music because you're like, just because there's no one there with me doesn't mean the experience doesn't have value. It's okay to do things on our own and still is worth and value. We don't need other people to witness it or be a part of it to give it legitimacy. Remember that. We tend to downplay doing something on our own as though it doesn't have any worth or value. Why? 
You have worth and value. You're experiencing it. You have a right to that. It's like when you eat a dessert, that doesn't benefit anyone. It's just about you and it's still a worth and value and meaning. You had a few moments with yourself of something pleasurable and joyous awesome. Maybe that's what the holidays are going to be. So when I say keep it simple, it might mean for others, but also just for yourself, if you're even going to celebrate. Um, also, can you take that time for more downtime? That's part of simplifying it, saying the holidays are going to be about rest. I don't want to spend more time and energy where I'm already tired and maybe I'm working a lot and now I'm also decorating and cooking and cleaning. Maybe say we're going easy and we're ordering food. <laughs> Someone else can prepare. Maybe you're going to do a potluck and everyone brings something so that no one has to be cooking all day because you want to just rest and you want people to come over and also be rested. So it's like, come over, bring food. Everyone's going to eat whatever we bring, dress in whatever feels good to you. Be casual. We're just going to play some fun music and it's easy peasy. Those are the kind of events I want to go to. The ones where it's stressy and you have to be there a certain time and I have to sit in a certain chair and I have to dress a certain way. That stresses me out. I don't enjoy that. Some people do. I don't. I'm like one of those people where I'm like, if I can't wear sweatpants and sneakers, I probably don't need to be there because all the things I enjoy allow for that. I don't like bougie, bougie, fancy schmancy because for me, it's stressy. It's classist. feels obnoxious. It becomes elitist. I don't, I don't want to mess with all that anymore. I just like easy, simple things. And I like to be around people that value easy, simple things. Um, decorations fall under that as well. Just like the cooking. Not everything has to be big and over the top. Your worth isn't tied to what you're doing or presenting. And I think a lot of people might welcome the ease or not. And that's okay if they don't, but you don't have to be baking all day, making these extravagant things and decorating in an over the top way. You might not have the time, the energy, the money. But again, we're trying to afford that grace to other people because maybe the people that are hosting us don't have the time, energy, and money. So it's like we're wanting to offer that to others and we're wanting that grace offered to us. And we're just being softer and kinder, like I said, with ourselves and with other people because things might be different this year, or maybe not. For some people, it's business as usual, and nothing has changed, but for a lot of us, it's not the case. And again, remember, all this happens in the context of whatever's happening politically in the world, all these mass shootings. It's happening politically in the world. We're still dealing with the fallout of COVID. It's happening politically in the world where we still have racism and transphobia. Finances are tough. Like All of that is happening. We got seasonal affective disorder happening where the shorter days and the more darkness is making some people depressed. Like all of that doesn't take a holiday because it's the holiday time. So ask yourselves, like, what do I really need this holiday to be centered in more time with people? Great. Or maybe time away from people, more solitude. Awesome. Do I want to do more because it's been a really quiet year? Have at it. Or maybe the opposite. I need to back off, back down and rest more and make it simpler. Whatever you need is how the holiday should go. And so that means maybe you take all the invites, maybe you pass on all of them. You have to self-assess. Maybe you let go of your normal routine or maybe you hold on to it tighter. What do you need? Who do you need to be around? What does your mental health require? And that might be different from last year and it might be different from the coming year. But be where you are this year. And I want to have more confidence in talking about that because it maybe gives someone else permission to also set those same boundaries, make those same requests, or back off in the same way. It's all about normalization. Sometimes we need other people to give us permission to do something and we and are given that when they do it, or at least when they examine the options. Like I said earlier, by saying something like, I know not everyone is able to attend um, or whatever it might be. I know I'm personally gonna be doing a little more socialization, I hope, but also more of the casual things. I don't want the stress of the over-the-top stuff. So check in on yourself, check in on those around you. Maybe ask the people that you normally celebrate with, like what kind of vibe 
do we all want to roll in around a certain time in sweatpants ordering takeout or would we rather dress up show up at a certain time and god forbid ask someone to cook everything which i would never be down with that i'm the potluck kind y'all bring something <laughs> i can't cook for people like that although i do these days enjoy cooking so that's been kind of a interesting shift and turn anyway um and we're talking about this now because we're in this season and we want to kind of lay down the uh, groundwork for maybe things being a little different give people a heads up so they know what they're stepping into um all right we're going to come back we'll talk more about this and then of course we'll be doing the dm so if you got a question or topic put it in the dms on our loveline ig page and past episodes of the show always over at we scroll down there for loveline and click on it you can binge post re-listen and share because we got to unlearn and relearn got to do that practice because the quality of your mental health and the quality of your life are rooted in the quality of what you're practicing we, we, we build these systems that we're a part of and we got to do the work of changing them if we want better. Otherwise, y'all, we'll be back. So all I got to do is stick around uh, listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and on Odyssey. Stick around, y'all, because we'll be right back. Oh, Rachel, we're back and we're talking about ways to make the holidays easier on you, those around you, and your mental health, more importantly. I love the idea of just getting creative and diversifying it. Make it different every year. Make everything more casual. Why are we still making everything so fancy and over the top? I am not here for it. I know some of y'all love that stuff, getting all dressed up and all that. I don't. <laughs> I want everything made simpler and easier. That's why I was talking about one of the key terms for making your mental health better around the holidays, delegate. Don't be doing it all on your own anymore. Even tell people to come over and help decorate. Maybe you make a decorating party or tell everyone to bring a decoration. Uh, like I said, potluck. Everyone brings something they want to eat. Um, like I said, also setting a different tone this year. Hey guys, what kind of celebration do you want? We're going to do it easier. You know, we're smoothing it out more casual. Um, I also thought technology is great. You can pretty much order everything. You don't have to go shopping anymore. You can order all the gifts online. You can order the food online. You get the food delivered. Take advantage of that because that's also giving people jobs. Those people that are shopping for you and delivering for you, those are jobs. And if people aren't utilizing those services and those people aren't working or making money this, this year, this holiday. So remember that. So when you're shopping for delivery stuff, that's helping people. Uh, you're also giving yourself a break because I want us to be doing less. I want us to be doing you know, what the holidays are about, fun, joy. If whatever you're doing is stressing you out or feeling like it's too much, you're doing it wrong. Change your perspective or maybe do it differently. Maybe pass it off to someone else. We're doing things different this year. Um, because a lot of people feel like the holidays actually aren't soothing or restorative because they're stressed and they're working. Um, some people look, this is up to your integrity, but some people do everything disposable. Everything's delivered. Everything's thrown out. We use disposable plates and whatnot, not environmentally sound unless you use the recycled stuff, which actually is pretty widely available at the Walmarts and the targets and the CVSs and all that. So you can find that, um, Preparing food in advance, like I said, having people bring things. Oh man, keeping it fun, keeping it fun. Tell someone to make a playlist. I'm telling you, outsource all of it. Say, I'm happy to host it at my home, but you're doing decorations, you're doing the food, everyone's doing the food, you're doing the playlist, whatever it is. Turn it into just a game night with pizza. See, I'm down for all this kind of stuff. And you can do a lot of Googling around this. When I was doing some research for this topic, I was like floored by the wealth of articles that are like, how do you make the holidays easier? How do you actually enjoy the holidays? And I was like, wow, <laughs> there's that many people that are stressed out. I guess so. But I've never really thrown a big holiday event. So I don't know. I mean, I was even looking at the, they're talking about wrapping gifts. They're like, wrap it differently this year. Don't wrap it at all. Do it this way. Because I was, some people, just the wrapping is an intense a labor intensive project. And I thought, wow, especially for parents that really take this on, depending on how many kids you have, decorating, 
celebrating a holiday, getting the food together, gift giving, spending that money, wrapping it. Whoa, where's your holiday? It's your holiday too. I remember saying that when I finally matured to my parents, like this is your holiday as well. Like, thank you for all you're trying and willing to do, but like make it easier, take a break. I want you to relax as well. You've been working. This is your time off too. But you might have to remind people that and set that boundary. Like I need this downtime as much as y'all do and I can't be doing it like I had been. My mental health isn't well, my energy's not there. I'm mourning the loss of someone or something. Um, but that, that's, that's my tips. Um, it's really about the intention and the perspective. And when you really go back to what it's supposed to be about, it was never supposed to be this intense capitalism. Materialism really took over and made us think that it was about how much decorating you do and how expensive and how fancy the gifts are. Some people choose to make it about others. Go maybe serve food at a soup kitchen, maybe go put together backpacks full of vital necessary project, uh, products that the unhoused need, um, toiletries, socks, warm clothing and spend the day giving maybe give the entire day and that's what everyone's going to get together and do and then you just get some takeout when you get home but reflect on what's important to you set an intention for the holiday make a plan so everyone knows what's going to happen and what to expect and look at that plan and make sure you are giving yourself some rest and a break within there and again like i said maybe make it about other people um, but pay attention to also, I guess maybe this is what I should close on and we'll talk more about this down the road. So it's a little bit of a, just a, a teaser, pay attention to your alcohol and drug use during the holidays. I know a lot of people want to celebrate and they want to go over the top, but, um, that will amplify whatever mood you're in. So if you're in a better space and things are going well, eh, I'm more confident with you drinking. It'll amplify that celebratory nature and mood. But if you're having a hard time and you're depressed or lonely, stay off the alcohol and the drugs. It's going to only, only drag you deeper into that and make things feel worse. Um, we want to come out, we want to experience the holidays, you know, feeling good. And we want to come out of them feeling rested and good. We don't want to put ourselves in some drug party and alcohol situations where we're actually not having a great time. And we come out of it a little more beat up and tired, make it restful and restorative and whatever you need to do to make that the, um, guiding principle, do it, tell people that publicly make that intention known holidays this time restful fun only fun only dropping the bar doing it easy that's what i want us to do all the time on ourselves but especially now you know fun joy pleasure dropping the bar that's what i was saying to my mom the whole time i was like let it go this year let someone else do it D dumb it down dumb it down do less let us step in more you know because we get we, look our expectations of the future come from the past and uh, things are different Anywho, that's that, y'all. We'll talk more about it, though, because there's a lot in this um, as the holidays approach even more so. But uh, coming up next, DMs. So if you've got a question for us, drop it in the DMs on our Loveline IG page, past episodes over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down for Loveline and click on it. Otherwise, y'all, enjoy the tunes. We'll be back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We've got a whole lot more for you. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and on Odyssey. We'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Shaw, we are back. And now it's time to slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs. Wow, this one's a long one. Okay, it says, hey, Dr. Chris. I've been dating a 45-year-old man. At first, he seemed like my dream man. I met him via my best guy friend who has known him for 10 years. He gave me keys to his place within the first month and asked me to move in, but I held off for six months. Good, because within the first month, we don't even know this person. It's still fantasy. It's still projection. They're still leading from their best. And until conflict and difficulty and other milestones occur, we don't really get to see their mental health and our health as a couple and how we problem solve and deal with conflict. And we need that to happen. We shouldn't be relationshiping. We should be dating to see if we want a relationship. And dating means casual, slow, and other people at times. Back to your question. Moved in with him in January and it was going fine. My question is regarding our sex life. We get along great. We are both very attracted to each other, but he said because he's 45, he doesn't have the sex drive and I'm a 25 year old and want sex every day. Is this a true thing? Let's stop there for one second. Yes and no. People sometimes go, well, I'm 45, so I stop. Just tell us what your sex drive is and stop stop applying it to your age because it isn't necessarily true that as we get older, our sex drive decreases at all. Again, as I've said multiple times, I think this week, and we'll continue to say, as we get older, our sexual prime is what we move into. We're more confident. We're more open. We're more aware of ourselves. Our genital prime, which is when our genitals operate at the best, especially in service of procreation, is when we're younger. But most people aren't trying to have sex to have a baby. It's for fun, pleasure, entertainment, work, whatever it is. So as we grow, so does our sexual confidence, aka our sexual prime. So this is ridiculous because this person could still provide sexuality and joy to you even when not interested in sex. So for instance, let's say you want sex every day 
and he wants sex once a week. Great. He'll be happy with that once a week, but the other days he can pleasure you, his hands work, his mouth works, and you might be like, but I don't have the sex drive for it. Cool, just like I would ask you to help me carry in a heavy box that you might not be interested in, but you'd be willing to exert some energy for that, just like you might not love doing the dishes, but if I prepare a meal, you would. I'd also want you to use your hand, mouth, and energy in service of other things that are important to me. Again, in a loving, healthy relationship, we put ourselves out in service of what someone else, our partner, wants. Just like we'll see a horror movie that we might not love for a partner, just like we might take our body and go sit upright for a few hours watching a football game that we don't like because our partner does, or go see a concert we don't like, but we give it two hours of our time and we're standing on our feet. Yeah, I want you to open your mouth and use your hand and give a little sex to your partner because you love them, even if you're not in the mood. Your sex drive isn't relevant. We can still participate in sex and hope that interest arises or not even, but we do it for our partner. So again, say that if you're like, Hey, I'd love to have sex. And he's like, I'm not in the mood. Say, great. Would you be interested in still pleasuring me? <laughs> like your hands work, your mouth works. You don't have to be in the mood. We're in a safe, committed, healthy relationship. We can do sex anyway. And that's what I, rec- that's what we do when you have a lower desire and your partner's a higher desire. We find ways to still participate. And often our desire shows up afterwards. So again, You can, you know, so many ways for you to do that. I'm not going to itemize all the different ways, but I would still push on that edge and say, I'd love for you to still be a part of my sex life, even when you're not in the mood, just like you might go have dinner with me when you're not in the mood, just like if I want to go shopping, you're not in the mood. You might still keep me company, which requires far more time and energy walking around target for an hour. Sex could maybe be 15 minutes and you can be laying down the whole time. You're using your hands or your mouth or whatever else we're doing. So yeah, let's, let's do a little better. You know what I mean? When we're asking for sex from our partner, we're asking for closeness, we're asking for intimacy, we're asking for bonding, we're asking for pleasure, we're asking for joy. Let's let's be a little more giving and a little more selfless. We do it all the time. This is no different. Let's stop being dramatic. You know what I mean? Um, all right, we're gonna finish part two of that DM tomorrow. I wanted to spend a lot of time hitting that point, but there's a little bit more to it. So tomorrow join us and we'll finish that one out. DMs come from our Loveline IG page. Questions, things you want us to hit, circle back, drop deeper into, put them in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Past episodes of the show is always over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen and share. Got to get that repetition going because we got a lot to unlearn and then we got to relearn some better and more healthier perspectives. So uh, drop the bar for yourselves and those around you. We're doing 70% max, more love and care, flood people with that compassion. Um, As always, y'all, thanks for hanging out. You enjoy the rest of your night. See you tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, hey, hey. 